The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Adam, I usually say, how are you, mate, at the beginning of a podcast? And I feel a bit guilty saying that because I know your situation and it's 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 not very nice, is it? No, it's uh, unfortunately, Chris, it's not very nice at all. But, um, yeah, I like to say I'm good because uh, <laughs> the reality of the situation is, Chris, you know, it's like when I speak to my mates, if you tell everybody your shit every single day, um, you know, people, what's the phrase? When you laugh, everyone laughs with you. When you cry, you cry alone. So, um, yeah, you know, um, just trying to be positive every single day and turn what's what's been happening and what's happening to me into a positive situation. So, yeah, I'm as good as can be expected. Sorry, mate. I had to take a drink then because <clears throat> I've just come out the sauna and I'm absolutely dehydrated and that doesn't do my my back any good. Um, brother, listen, I feel for you. So, friends at home. Adam contacted me uh, in an email just to say, Chris, um, this has happened to me. Well, I'm just I'm going to say what's happened, folks. Um, and I said immediately, look, just come on the show, you know, um, come on the show and tell your story. So right from the bat, this part of the video is going to go on YouTube. We're going to do a separate uh, second half, folks. If you if you get what I'm saying, and we're going to put that on our locals platform, okay? Everyone can watch it on on there just as long as you 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 set up an account on locals. Um, but in that part, we're gonna we're gonna be diving a little bit deeper into the whole situation. So Adam approached me and said that uh, he'd had. Uh, the old medical procedure. We all know the medical procedure to which I'm referring. Um, and as a result, he suffered complications. For the purposes of YouTube, we are not in any way trying to suggest that these procedures could in any way be dangerous. Okay. However, I believe YouTube do let you consider or let's say make videos where the cases have been confirmed that it was the procedure that that led to the illness. And in this case, I'm looking at the documents Adam has sent me. Uh, um, it says diagnoses uh, post C19 um, V induced multi-system inflammatory disorder uh, disorder with possible perimyocarditis and or microvascular ischemia. Um, I'm going to just quickly run through this because it's it's not a very nice list, but prolonged illness, uh, 
um, with long features, uh, with long C C19 like syndrome after first uh, Oxford. So you had the Oxford one. Yes. Yeah. Adam, Adam, I'm a being a bit, I'm still being a bit vague here on purpose because um, uh, if, if we can get this, <laughs> Do you, want me to, do you want me to verbalize the diagnosis what they've given me yes do you want to um yeah do you want to do you want to do, do, do that just don't say yeah. the v v word mate no. if, you, if you wouldn't no. mind don't say the no. c the c word just 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 let's we've got that we've we've ascertained and we have the documentation to prove it that yeah. this is what caused your illness let's yeah. just talk about your your illness now then yeah, so obviously uh, my health has gone downhill month on month, gradually, since you know I had the medical procedure. Uh, initially, I ended up on ACU in my heart. Um, so I, I basically have developed a condition called VT in my heart, ventricular tachycardia, um, which they took me on ACU because they did an ECG and I basically, you know, I could basically drop dead any minute with that. It's quite a serious serious thing um they were initially bamboozled with that because nobody considered it would be the medical procedure that would have done it initially because this was a new medical procedure so you know the consultants didn't even consider it and to be to be completely fair to them neither did i um and then month on month i've got more diagnosis you know of pericarditis myocarditis in my heart which is inflammation of the the skin, the outer lining of my heart, and also the inflammation of um, the chambers in my heart. So I've got that ongoing. So, of course, that causes arrhythmias and palpitations, and I'm in constant chest pain. Um, and then my other diagnoses are I've had three pulmonary embolisms in my lungs, so three massive blood clots in my lungs. I mean, just, just, just for the viewers, Chris, you know, with a big pulmonary embolism, you've got a 33% chance of dying anyway. So the fact that I had three and I'm still here, I'm quite lucky at this moment in time. This is what uh, uh, people die on Everest from, isn't it? Yes, indeed. Yeah. 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 So I've got, I had three of those, which um, they think may be coming back because they've, you know, obviously the documentation proves it. I've got a blood clotting disorder that the, uh, the procedure's given me as well. Um, and then I've also got, um, some neurological problems so it's that that's the multi-system inflammatory disorder so it's uh it gives me double vision in my eyes at short sight tinnitus uh vertigo but it's affecting all my hands so i can't type very well in my hands so I've got like i can't straighten my fingers i probably can't see that there but i i'm trying to hold it for the camera mm -hmm. but you know all my all my fingers are like starting to flex and claw um, and then the, the worst thing that I've been diagnosed with is, uh, which is all documented, documented is uh, myopathy in all my cells and all my body. So essentially what that means is my cells can't process oxygen and can't process the food that I eat properly. And my, my, my cells are slowly dying away in my body. So eventually, you know, my heart's going to shut down my lungs, you know, my muscles in my lungs are already starting to shut down. That's documented. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I might not be able to eat and, the, you know, the hospitals are going to have to just um, tackle each problem as it as it happens. And, you know, they've, they've warned me, you know, it's not a, it's not a nice death, if you like, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's what what 
what I've been through and what I'm going through on a daily basis. And um, ju- just to clarify, Adam, and I hate even to have to discuss this, but are we talking terminal? Oh, yeah, it's grim. Um, I've had some very frank conversations with the... Um, I eventually got excellent medical care when this was all recognised, but it took over 12 months to achieve that. Um, now, the grim news I got was, and I'll, I'll, I'll say the conversations, was they said to me that they've seen 239 people with similar conditions as me, not quite, you know, some have died, so there's some a lot worse than me. Um, but, you know, presently, you know, I'm pretty beat up. What they said to me was, they don't know the ingredients in the um, medical procedure and they, they, they've likened it to the HIV virus, Chris. Um, so they're saying that they can't, they can't help me and cure me because they don't know what it is to cure. So they can only treat as my heart starts to go, as my lungs go, they can only treat the symptoms. Um, so what they've told me is they said that, you know, we probably won't even start to even begin to figure this out for probably about 10 years. So, Unfortunately for me, um, you know, they've told me that they've tried to warn me as best educated they can. Um, I'm actually waiting on a, um, some biopsies of my muscle fibres in my body, and they're going to look at them under a microscope. Um, now, they've said when they look at them under a microscope, if I've got three types of myopathy, there's certain drugs that they might be able to offer me that might slow my decline down. Um, but really the biopsies are research purposes at this moment in time. Uh, so they think that I've got a toxic myopathy, um, which sadly there isn't a cure for. Um, it's quite a rare disease. Uh, it's normally genetic and children are very, very sadly born with it and usually don't live, you know, to a very, you know, they wouldn't even live past to a teenage age. Um, so there's three types of it generally. Um, there's relapsing remitting, which is not very common. There's a gradual downhill decline, and then there's a, a very steep decline. So literally, we don't know what I've got, but other than over the last 12 months, month on month, I've developed, you know, I started with my heart, then I developed neurological problems with my eyes, my brain, uh, you know, my muscles. I've, I've lost two and a half stone in less than 12 months. Um you know, I've gone from being a, you know, I was super fit, Chris. I, um, you know, I worked in professional sport for 20 years. Um, you know, some of your guys might know what a watt bike is or a Concept 2 rower. You know, you know, I'm 48 years of age and I was smashing out 5K on a rower in, you know, 18 minutes. Um, I could do, you know, you know, I'm not a competitive cyclist, but on a watt bike, I could you know, I could do 20K in under 30 minutes. So I was no slouch. I was quite fit, you know. Um, you know, I could, yeah, so, you know, I was pumping weights, you know, lifting 140 kilos on a bench press. Um, yeah, I was the fittest I'd ever been. So, um, yeah, I mean, declining over a year has been quite spectacular, to be honest. Are you a family man, Adam? Yes, I am a family man, Chris, but um, unfortunately, the burden on my family, um, we've actually lost our house um, because, you know, I was on a very good wage, uh, but we didn't have a mortgage. We were in a rental property because I studied as a mature student. Um, so we lost the house. Um, we actually moved into my my wife, lost her, um, lost her mother. So we actually were fortunate enough to 
to move into her house for a little bit after she passed away. Um, and then, yeah, and then because we can't, you know, I can't afford these rents and the the, the, the list, the council waiting list by by us, um, you know, myself and my wife are estranged now. Uh, so she's with my daughter and I'm actually having to live with my mother because I needed carers, Chris, from, uh, from May up until September. I needed carers. I couldn't, you know, make food for myself and things like that. I'm temporarily able to you know do basic care and things like that for myself but you know i can't you know i can't get out of the house and you know i can't do normal things i can't walk a dog i can't you know take my grandson to the park i can't you know i can't go shopping for groceries i can't do any of these things that you know most people take for granted you know is it the one child you've got obviously grown grown up now um, I've actually uh, got four, Chris. So I've got my eldest daughter is 26, who's self-sufficient, doing very well, so I'm proud of her. My 18-year-old is just at university studying to be a nurse, um, caring person, probably pretty much like me. And then I've got two stepsons that I brought up from being small children who are um, 27 and um, 26 as well. So, um, yeah, we had quite a busy household, yeah. And grandchildren, you say? Yes, so my stepson Jordan, um, I've got his, um, we've got his uh, grandchild who's four. So, um, you know, obviously my wife's absolutely over the moon and, and, and so was I. Um, but yeah, it's been really um, very tough for me, Chris. Um, you know, all I want to do is, uh, all I want to do is push him on the swings of the park, you know, and I can't physically do it um, because of my pain in my chest and my heart and my breathing. I can't physically do it. So, you know, I can drive to the park in a car with my wife. You know, I can walk the 10, 15 yards from there to the swings, but I can't physically push him on the swing. So I have to sit and watch him, you know, but yeah. Mate, it guts me to have to even be asking you these questions, Adam. I, but I, I want people, I want people to understand, you know, when you make choices in life, there's consequences. Sorry, mate, it sounds like I'm shouting at you. I'm I'm obviously not. What I'm saying, friends, is, you know, there's no law against doing your own research. And this, you know, a certain thing, Adam, has affected so many people that I know and love. And they're all they're all what I call in the matrix. They just watch their mainstream media. They they they're not aware that there's 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 huge other narratives going on with people who actually love you and care for humanity and want the best. And the, the people I'm referring to, they, they're not aware of that, you know? Can I interrupt you there, Chris, if you don't mind? Yes, mate. The reason why I was interrupting you is I just want to tell the viewers. So, you know, for me, like, you know, I want to turn what's happened to me into a positive. I don't want to, you know, you know, whatever way, I don't want to die in vain, even though I'm a small pebble in the ocean, you know. Um, so that's why I'm speaking out, Chris. And I just want to tell the viewers that, and I can prove this, you know, I've contacted so many mainstream media outlets. I've got text messages. I've got emails telling me most of them don't reply to you. I've contacted them, you know, I've contacted over 50 outlets numerous times. You know, I can prove all this. I can put it on my uh, Twitter channel for people to see that, you know, there's no lies with me. I've got nothing to lie about. But I've contacted mainstream media and I get told we're not allowed to publish it. Our lawyers say it's too sensitive. Um, 
So I had conversations and tried to push them and say, well, what can you publish? Because, you know, I feel that I'm not misinformation. I've got it on paper. This is the reality of my life. I think, you know, the mainstream media have a duty to to tell people that, you know, I'm not saying I'm anti the medical procedure. You know, I wouldn't have taken it if I was anti the medical procedure. But I, I do believe that they're not, they're playing God with people's lives, in my opinion, Chris. And, mm. you know, I've, I've pushed the mainstream media and say, well, what are your lawyers saying that they can't, you know, can't tell my story? So they come back and say, well, the government, are dictating and the people above the government are saying if there's anything that they produce report that can cause panic in the population then the government can stop it being aired now you know my argument is well this government sort of caused a lot of panic and that was the reason why a lot of people got the procedure and it's such a broad loose term now for stopping reporting what i consider is you know i'm not misinformation this is the truth this has happened to me and, you know, by not letting the ma- the people see it on mainstream media, it really leaves a bit of taste in my mouth, Chris, um, you know, of the hold, you know, I'm being ignored by the government. You know, I can't get any compensation. They're telling me it's going to take over 15 years to get any compensation because they've had that many claimants with that many trouble. They haven't paid out all the deceased families yet. Mm. They've paid out 12 out of 2,500 deceased families compensation. You know, that compensation for me would be spent on private treatment abroad trying to prolong my life. Uh, I haven't even got that as an option, Chris. No. Have you got a GoFundMe or anything set up? I haven't, Chris, because um, initially this wasn't about me trying to make money. Um, and I'm, it's against my dignity and I didn't want to beg. However, because things are deteriorating, I am going to try and get someone to help me set one up over the next couple of weeks. And I will try and put that on my social media and Obviously, now um, I've tried to blank out the reality of what's happening to me and pretend it's not happening. But now, you know, obviously, if anybody did want to donate anything, you know, I spend all my benefits on supplements and trying to get better. Uh, So if anyone did want to ever donate anything, I'd be obviously incredibly grateful. Yes, exactly. We'll we'll, we'll get that set up. We'll put a link below. Thank you. you. Have you got social media? I have, but um, the only social media that um, that will let me put you know put out my true story, if you like, is Twitter at this moment in time. Yeah. So I'm on Twitter. I'm just thinking, yeah, of course you are, because we're on it together, aren't we? I'm just thinking if there's any you know anyone out there that that can chip a few quid into to um, to Adam, then then we'll for the time being until you get a GoFundMe set up, we'll put your Twitter. Uh, your Twitter links so people can, there's some very kind people out there, mate, you know? Yeah. Um, and what I would say, Chris, is I, I've never begged or taken money off anyone in my life. And, and I want, I don't want, I don't think anyone doesn't think I'm genuine, but anything that anyone donates, I'm, you know, I, I, any Mate, I've got all the friends at home. I've got all the paperwork in front of me. I don't know how much, I don't know if we're allowed to, put it in the podcast adam to be honest i'm not afraid to i can chris i put quite a lot of it on my twitter uh okay 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 um, and that... the reason i'm saying this about people about any donations is i've been accused on twitter of anyone who goes on twitter who's been injured by the procedure there's a lot of trolls on there who's saying oh you're making it up and things like that mm. so i just want to say that 
I'm incredibly grateful if anyone was to donate. And if there was, I would provide receipts of absolutely all the money that I spend. I'm not, you know, I'm not someone who's going to piss off to, you know, I'm not yeah. medically well enough to, you know, go on holiday with the money or whatever else people may be suspicious of people begging for money, you know. So just to make that clear, just in case. Listen, I, I know because this is the third time we've tried to get this podcast on, isn't it? Um, I, you were so ill the other day, you just couldn't, you just couldn't, you, you don't, I, I spoke to you on the phone, mate, and you're not bullshit. Friends, I, I'm looking at all the paperwork, right? Unless you're in, incredibly good at forg, forging medical paperwork, which, uh, uh, um, and, and mate, you're not begging, you're telling your story. I'm hoping this will save lives and you're getting paid for it, which you sh quite rightly should do. Let's just look at it like that. Um, and you're not begging, mate, because of all what I call it, the nonsense, right? The waiting list now for neurosurgery, which is what I'm, I'm waiting for. So basically a spinal operation for broken back, uh, eight, 18 months. So as I sit here now, I'm in chronic pain, you know, definition of chronic pain, pain that never goes goes away and affects your day, obviously. Um, I would have no I'm I'm trying to deal with it homeopathically, if that makes sense. I'm 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 I've made quite a few changes. I've been doing lots of research and stuff, and it seems to be working, right? But if it didn't, and I definitely needed that up, I wouldn't have an issue asking my kind right. sub subscribers out there who I call my friends to chip in a few because I'm worth more, you know, doing me little running videos in the morning and throwing myself in rivers and, and, and leading commandos on nine mile speed marches to, to raise money for suicidal veterans and, and dare I say, winning awards, uh -huh. you know uh, and and it, that's the way of the world there's kind people out there it's not begging at at all well um, I, I have changed my i have changed i'm getting over my dignity now chris so yeah exactly what you've just said so you know if i can prolong my life um i've got a big mission to go on with this um because i've you know i'm not gonna say too much but I've started to delve deep into things called the Medicines Health Regulation Authority in this country um, and, and, and bodies such as this that are supposed to protect us um, and do due diligence on, on these pharmaceutical procedures and medications, if you like. Mm. Uh, what I'm finding, Chris, is quite, quite horrifying and damning. Um, and it's something that, you know, as people, as consumers, we trust our doctors and trust what we get told. Um, and I've found that it's quite horrific. So my my life purpose now, Chris, is to not just tell my story, it's to try and, you know, if I can be around long enough to get into all that and try and get into politicians and MPs and and let's try and use this as a positive and, and highlight, you know, the failings, if you like, in this system that, um, you know, the vaccine injury payment scheme was actually set up off the back of... Um, you know, the formaldehyde uh, victims years ago. Um, so that was set up in the, the 70s off the back of that. So there's lots of things, Chris, and yeah, you're right. If I can uh, if I can keep myself healthy or, as you know, keep myself going as long as I can, then, you know, I can do some good work for people, hopefully. You know, that's my goal.
Adam, hold that thought. What I'm going to do now is we're going to go over to our locals platforms um, because I've got a few things to say, but like I say, there's a time, there's a certain time and a place for them. If you understand what I'm saying, as you can see, folks, I'm just, I'm, I can't say any more on this. Adam, let's go to locals. Thank you, friends. Thanks, Adam. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username, Chris Thrall. Instagram, Chris.Thrall. Thank you.